Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. This is me, Hayden Bo, Simon Chang. And today we sit down and talk to Colleen Bosch, who's our new hybrid body coach. If you don't know about Colleen, you should, but I'll still give you a quick rundown. She uh, is a former NCAA Division I swimming national champion, turned CrossFit Games athlete, turned USA team bobsled member. She has a, an incredible athletic resume. Uh, and she is going to be the new coach of the hybrid body program. That's a program focused on general fitness, um, as well as some of what I like to call uh, party tricks. You know, the things that you're sitting around with friends uh, that you can pull out and say, hey, I can do uh, a muscle up and they don't believe you. And then you get to rub it in their face <laughs> or handstand walks and all that fun stuff. Um, so definitely, uh, this is an interesting podcast. It's really cool to listen to somebody who's done uh, so many different types of sports that require so many different athletic skills and abilities. So uh, she's going to talk all about that. Um, I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I also did bobsled for a period there. So I know uh, what a nut job you have to be to actually be able to not just do it, but do that sport, but enjoy that sport. That's a whole other thing. Because um, I just pretty much survived for a, a short, very short period of time. Um, but yeah, definitely check this out. Listen, remember to screenshot this episode, uh, post it on your social media, tag me, tag Colleen, uh, tag Simon Chang, uh, and tag hybrid unlimited and you'll automatically be entered in a draw to potentially win some hybrid legacy, uh, brand apparel. That's the official apparel of hybrid performance method and the hybrid unlimited podcast. Sit back, relax and enjoy another episode of hybrid unlimited. What's up, everyone? It's your favorite podcast producer, Nick Tricana, here to give you a word from our incredible sponsor over at Element. Listen, you're not getting enough electrolytes or salt in your diet. I see it. Steffi sees it. Hayden sees it. We all see it. Element is an electrolyte drink mix with no sugar, no artificial ingredients, and no BS. Everyone needs electrolytes, especially those on low-carb diets, practice intermittent fasting, are physically active, or sweat a lot. But don't just take my word for it. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. U.S. Olympians, players in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and even our own special forces drink Element. I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm the pinnacle of self-performance, but ever since Steffi turned me on to Element, I've seen vast improvements in my everyday training and recovery. You guys can try Element today with a totally risk-free, no-questions-asked refund policy. And you know what? Because we love y'all so much over here at Hybrid Unlimited, we're going to hook you up with a free sample pack of Element just for you. Each sample pack includes eight grab-and-go packets in a variety of different flavors. All you have to do is go to drinkelement.com hybrid. That's drinklmnt.com hybrid. Again, that's drinklmnt.com hybrid for your free sample pack of eight grab-and-go Element packets. Stay salty, my friends. Now back to the podcast. What's up, Colleen? <laughs> What's up? Thanks for uh, being on the pod. Of I know course. we kind of uh, put you through the ringer this week, huh? You've been a little busy. <laughs> no, it's been awesome, though. It's yeah. actually uh, pretty wild. You're, I think you're the only person. Um, it's good that I'm telling you this after the fact. Okay. <laughs> but I think you're the only person who's survived, like, the actual, like, doing all of the planned things each oh, day. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's really hard to not get burnt out, and you've just been like, I knew you were a workhorse, obviously, athletically. <laughs> But then seeing you do it on this side of it was cool too. So oh, I appreciate that you're able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the team makes a big difference in that, like just being able to grind through. So 
Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's awesome having Candace in town. She's like, oh, we always say she's like team mom. Yeah. yeah. Like when I hired Candace, I hired my boss. She, <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's incredible. Like, this is awesome that like we've gotten to work together in the past before and it's so cool that I get to work with her now again. So where yeah. did you work with Candace before? Uh, at OPEX or yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. She's been everywhere. So like anytime, uh, I introduce Candace to someone, they're like, Oh yeah, I know Candace. Yeah. Cause yeah. she's just been around like, you know, obviously bodybuilding.com right, and OPEX right. uh, being the two big ones, but she's been around for so long and operating at such a high level. It's yeah, it's really cool. It's like a flex to have Candace on the team. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's nice. Um, yeah. So I wanted to talk, uh, all about your athletic experiences because you've had so many yeah. and you actually remind me of Steffi in some ways because everything you've done, you've just done it at the highest level. Oh. That's a huge compliment. Um, so thank you for you both, maybe both of, <laughs> but um, so you started as a swimmer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what what got you into that? So kind of got to do like growing up like every sport, um, and then towards high school, my parents were like, "You gotta pick one." Um, and honestly, I didn't love swimming the most. Um, I really wanted to do volleyball. My parents were like, "You're not tall enough." So I was like, "Okay, swimming it is." Um, and then, uh, so just focused on swimming throughout high school, I actually went to Notre Dame my freshman year, transferred to Cal. Um, and then while I was there, we won two NC2A championships, which was awesome. Um, got to be on a relay that broke an American record, which was really awesome. cool. It's been broken since, unfortunately, but, um, but still really, really cool. Um, and yeah, that was, I got to go to Olympic trials and that was awesome. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pretty for crazy. swimming? Yeah. <clears throat> and then what made you switch from swimming? Uh, so after I had no intentions of like competing in anything ever again, like I thought I was going to be done. Um, you were just burnt then, out? Yeah, definitely from swimming. I mean, it was an amazing experience, but I honestly was like, if I never swim another lap in the pool, I will be totally fine. Um, mm -hmm. Just needed a break. Like it was just a lot of hours and stuff. So, um, but I knew I wanted to still be fit and like do some sort of fitness. Um, I tried every like workout class under the sun and just had no interest. Like which in ones? It. Like all like cardio, like, uh, even like hip hop cardio dance class type oh, things. Okay. <laughs> like I was trying everything and anything and I knew I wanted to lift but I went through a phase where I was, I thought I was massive. I was like, I don't want to be muscular. Cause I definitely went through in college. I was like, I hate that I don't fit into clothes and like my arms are so huge. And like, they definitely weren't now looking back. I was like 20 pounds lighter than I am now, <laughs> but I thought I was really big. Um, but I knew I wanted to lift. So I would go and do like some Olympic lifts that I really enjoyed. And then I'd like sit on the elliptical for like hours on end thinking like, okay, then I won't get too big or whatever that is. And, um, and then, uh, one of my friends was like, Hey, you should come to when regionals was still a thing in CrossFit. And I had heard of CrossFit. People had told me to check it out. Um, and I was like, I don't know. And I didn't know you could compete in it. So saw regionals was like, this is super cool. Just saw a bunch of like really badass women doing like crazy thing on rings and like lifting a bunch of weights and so signed up at a gym like the following week and I was hooked. Like what, loved What gym it. were you at? Sorry, what? What gym were you at? Uh, it was in San Francisco. Um, I was at United Barbell. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, it was just awesome because I got to lift a bunch of weight and got to work out with other people. And I loved the competitive aspect mm -hmm. of it. So like every day there's one workout of the day and they would write all the times on the board. And I loved going in every day and be like, okay, where's the top one? I want to beat yeah. that one. So it kind of like gave me, cause I definitely had an itch to still like compete a little bit. So kind of gave that for me. So yeah. it's hard to shake that itch. I think when you competed at something yeah. in the highest level, for sure. And so I, I, to like relate it back to, to Steffi again, it's pretty funny. Like as soon as she started boxing, I'm like, yeah, you're, this <laughs> yeah. is what you're going to do. You know, I, right. like, even with her, like, uh, if you what's that movie with the mountain climber, uh, that just got free really solo. Oh, um, free solo. No, no, it was the, the alpinist, the ones that, uh, it was a group and this one guy led it and they climbed like the 12 highest peaks in the world. And oh, like, uh, I haven't seen that one whatever yet, but I've is, heard right? of it. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, Steph, you need to watch this. And then when, while she's watching it, she's like, she texted me and was like, I'm watching that, that documentary. Yeah. And as I'm typing, oh no, like you're, you're going to go try and do this now. <laughs> she's like, I think I want to be a, a mountain climber. It comes yeah. through before I can send it. I'm like, oh my God, I knew it. But that's what I mean. Like once you have yeah, that yeah. Itch, it's, uh, it's hard to shake. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So were you... Was it obvious that you had an aptitude for CrossFit? Like you got in and you're like, oh, like I'm kind of made to do this. Were you like beating everybody in the class and very quickly? I think the background in at least some lifting, like I'd never done any Olympic lifting, but I think having that like foundational strength helped me a ton just to be able to come in and RX workouts like right out the gate. Um, and then... But I definitely like as far as gymnastics goes, like that was a big thing I needed to work on. Um, and I definitely cherry picked a lot because I didn't like doing all the gymnastics stuff. <laughs> and then uh, and then showed up to my first regionals and like got a big dose of reality. And I was like, I got to work on the stuff I suck at. <laughs> um, yeah. So so that was definitely tough. But like all the strength stuff came relatively natural to me. Um, so that was a huge help getting into it. So what were your yeah. strength numbers, your PRs? Uh, like now or back then? Uh, both. Uh, so now I think the most I've snatched is 215. The most I've cleaned and jerked is like 265 or 270. Um, I think like I remember the gym had uh, like a, a gym, inner gym, like lifting comp yeah. when I first signed up. Um, and I think I clean and jerked maybe like 155 or something. Um, so not a ton. I think a lot of that was still, I was so unfamiliar with. Yeah. Like, I think I showed up and I was, they were like, okay, clean and jerk. And I was like, I've never done a jerk. What did, what does that mean? <laughs> so I was like, we'll just try it. <laughs> um, and then snatching, I think I was maybe a little bit over a hundred pounds. And again, like That's a good. lot of that was just like getting familiar with positions and stuff like, with swimming in college, we never went, did anything overhead. So that was super unfamiliar for me. So I had a lot to learn. At least <laughs> like swimming, you develop, you know, shoulders, triceps and stuff. So yeah, I feel like the, like you said, the foundation was there for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I think the first time I ever like heard of you was when you were lifting at Cal strength. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for people who are listening, if you don't know, like, at least at the time Cal strength was like a major sort of weightlifting institution in our space. Yeah. Um, and how'd you get linked up with them? Was that, that would have obviously been after 
CrossFit or it was kind of during during. Yeah. So the owner of United Barbell at the time was lifting at Cal strength. And so she was like, Hey, you should come join me one of these days. And so, and I, I think that was right after I had first competed in my first regionals and I thought I was pretty good at lifting and I went in there and I was like, Oh, I'm <laughs> so not very good at lifting. <laughs> um, and Dave was awesome. Dave Spitz over there with just like technique work and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I started going over there, um, at least like once a week and it was just a super fun environment to get to lift with those guys. And then also just have more coaches eyes on me and helping in that aspect. So, so, but yeah. you hadn't heard of Cal strength prior, like. I, had, I know most people who get into weightlifting at the time, at least you got into weightlifting because you watched like, at least in America, like John yeah. North yeah, being yeah. crazy, or you followed the, the cow strength, uh, vlogs when like yeah. Tony Shankle was there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Cornell, Spencer Mormon, like, you know, yeah. all, all those guys just like seemingly maxing out every day. And so oh, yeah, maxing out sure. yeah, 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 but it was maxed out like every day. Yeah. <laughs> whatever they were doing, it was to max, you know, yeah. if it was like a three rep max or yeah. like a complex max or whatever, it was cool. Like, I guess they used to always say it was like Bulgarian ish style training. Yeah. I definitely watched like a lot of their YouTube videos. So it was super fun to actually get to go lift with those guys. So yeah, it was super fun. And then, um, I'm assuming you saw a ton of progress. Yeah. Just training that way. Did you back For off sure. of the other, like other areas of CrossFit to improve your lifting or how did that work? Uh, no, I think for the most part, um, I was trying to focus on pretty much everything, but, um, I would say that I was probably lifting like straight up lifting maybe two, three times a week. And then really trying to focus on like improving gymnastics, especially, um, the gymnastics pulling for me. So like ring muscle ups, chest to bar pull ups, like that was a huge weakness of mine. So definitely had to work extra on that stuff. And, uh, at what point along the way did you go to the CrossFit games? So I went on, I got pretty close, uh, in 2016, I was two spots away in 2018. I was two spots away, but in 2017, I went to the games on a team and then uh, competed individually in 2019. Man, the two spots away thing must have been such a oh, yeah, that was so a kick in the ass. And that two years in brutal. a row that happened? So it was actually, uh, there was a year gap that I went team. So in 2016, I was two spots away. And leading up to regionals, I'd had some shoulder issues. And I had had shoulder issues for my left with my left shoulder like since high school um, with swimming, swimming and stuff. Related? Yeah. Um, and then... After regionals, I was just having to modify too many workouts. And I was like, this is a pain. I'm just going to get an MRI, just have peace of mind. And my uh, rotator cuff was 80% torn. So I was like, well. 80%? Yeah. So Could I was you like, even like lift up your arm? Well, that was the thing. Like it wasn't like I still had full range of motion. It was just hurting with like squat snatches. Um, catching ring muscle ups was really painful. Um but that was the thing. I was like, oh, if it was torn, like I wouldn't be able to move it. Like, and right. so, and that was frustrating too, because being two spots away and I was like, okay, all I have to do is pretty much for next year, do the same thing, but more and just progress. And like, I'll be at the games next year. And then to get that news was just like, it just rocked my yeah. world. Um, and so I knew I couldn't, there was no way I was gonna like with the timing of that, be able to get back up to the volume of competing individually. Um, 
And one of my best friends, Molly Vollmer, was like, hey, we're thinking of putting together a team this year. You know, if you're if you think you'd be ready in time, like, you know, would you want to do that? And I was like, absolutely. Um, and so that was super helpful too, like having that to work towards. Um, just having so because it was like it was a super frustrating time. Um and I don't know, just that support from that team was just really instrumental in the recovery process. Um, but then the following year I went back to individual and then was also two spots out. So <laughs> that was uh pretty brutal. And, and then the next year after that, you qualified. Yeah. yeah. What was that experience like? That was awesome. So it was a little, so 2019 was, uh, when they started to change, like how you qualified and everything. So I ended up actually qualifying through the open. Um, so it was definitely different. Like before, you know, you'd qualify at regionals and they'd like announce the top five and like, you're there with your family and friends. And so this time, like I found out through an email, which like still super cool, but like, mm definitely wasn't exactly what I was imagining. Not the same as like standing on a podium and. Yeah. So it so was, was it just through the open? You did the open? Yeah. Yeah. So if you were top, I forget exactly was, but I think it was top 30 in the open. Um, you got to go directly from there to the games, mm. which honestly was really cool. Cause I think throughout my CrossFit experience, like the open in general usually is more like I would say like endurance type base, like you usually get the heavier things as you progress through regionals right. and the game. So it was kind of cool to have that as an accomplishment. Like I made it through what's usually the hardest part of that whole process for me. So that was really cool. So. And how did you do uh, at the games? I got 27th. So this was the year they also started reintroducing cuts. Uh, and so a lot of people um, were upset about that right yeah i i can't say i loved it <laughs> so but it was you know like i mean i you know i wasn't the only one in that boat and it's for sure frustrating but like it's out of your control and like all you can do is show up give your best and like and the, the um, downsides of the cut would be the cuts is that you just don't like if you're in a certain place early in the competition and those workouts just happen to not be in your favor. Yeah. You could get cut when really your overall score, if there was no cuts, right. your overall placing could have been way higher, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like since then they've done, I think like a really good job is they still have cuts, but they're, I think they allow enough tests and like a good mix of tests before they start those cuts. So, um, so it just better reflects like, if they're cutting the bottom 10, those yeah, are the yeah. guys that would probably have ended up in the bottom 10 right. overall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And then, so what was it like, like, be, was this, was, would this have been Madison or California? Sorry. Madison. Yeah, yeah. So what was that like, just being in the cheese capital of, of <laughs> Earth and <laughs> yeah. being in that big stadium? What, did you do stuff in the Yeah, in the I got to do, uh, the last workout I did was in the stadium. Um, yeah. yeah. Had you been in front of, uh, like a crowd like that before? Uh, I mean, I guess with swimming kind of, but I feel like individually that was probably the biggest crowd I've been in front of. Cause I feel like in everything else, it's more team related. Um, and that was definitely like a bigger audience than like a regionals and stuff. Um, I definitely look back and kind of wish that I had taken it in a little more. Um, but it's hard cause you're like so fixated, like in the moment in that workout uh -huh. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, but 
but it was so cool. Like, especially one of the workouts I ended up getting second in and that was, and it was a workout that had a ton of bar muscle ups in it, which isn't necessarily like one of my best movements ever. And so it was really cool just to, and doing well in that workout, like allowed me to make it to, or past another cut, which was really cool. So, um, overall it was still an awesome experience. Like definitely wish I would have gotten to make it into the top 10 and like complete the entire weekend. But, um, but still like a great learning experience. Um, you know, tough learning experience too, but, mm-hmm. but all in all really happy with the, with the whole thing. What's it like, uh, competing in front of a crowd like that? Like, does that change anything in your mind or is it distracting? Uh, I don't think it's distracting. I mean, I think like, like I remember specifically there was a max clean and jerk when I went team and having that crowd is so awesome. Like it was a clean and jerk. And like when I made the clean, like you hear like the audience and you're like, Oh shit, like here we go. It's so definitely like you can feed off of it. Um, I don't think it's distracting or anything. I think it's like, it's just a cool energy that kind of just pumps you up and like allows you to go to a new level of intensity when you're, uh, performing and working out and stuff. CrossFit's I, I, I think as far as I've seen the only sport too, where everyone in the crowd cheers for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like for sure. any other sport, if it's not your guy or your team, like yeah. you're getting booed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. But in, yeah. in CrossFit, it's like anyone, like if you're going for a heavy clean or the next guy, yeah. or whoever, the whole crowd is behind everyone the entire right. time. Yeah. It's actually like just an, an, even impressive just that they're able to keep up that energy level as, a, oh, as for an sure. audience for, yeah. the, for the entire time. No, the community, I mean, that was one of the reasons I started like competing or going to a CrossFit gym in general. Like even the other day, my brother was doing um, the open workout this week. And so we dropped into um, a gym and it just was, I don't know, it was just so fun to see like the people at the gym never met me or Connor and they're like helping us change weights. And like, it's just, it's a really good community. Good. So yeah. Yeah. And within the like strength sports community, I think CrossFit, obviously most supportive among <laughs> competitors. Yeah. <clears throat> then maybe like strongman and powerlifting and weightlifting. I feel like everyone hates everyone. <laughs> yeah. the country. Like everyone, not even that, like you go to, you go to nationals and everyone wants everyone else who's not them to miss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Did you yeah. ever feel that? Like it's just not a oh, nice. We're at the, I can see that. The energy's weird in a in a yeah. weightlifting warm up room. It's like oh, I'm sure. Like everyone's probably sizing each other up. Oh and yeah, like, and it's so kooky. Yeah. Like yeah. especially I I grew up uh, doing weight, weight, Olympic weightlifting in Canada, yeah. and in Canada it's like there's a in the U.S. It's like you're you compete for Team USA. Like yeah, no one cares about what state team you are in, in weightlifting. Right, right. But in Canada, it's super divided. Like Ontario and Quebec hate oh, each other. Oh, really? And like BC, no one takes seriously. And like it's oh it, wow, yeah, it's really by province. Dang. Um, and every province thinks the other province is all on drugs. <laughs> Oh, it's, definitely, definitely. Like they must be cheating. Yeah, everyone's everyone thinks everyone's cheating at all times. Oh, God. It's like it's bizarre, you know. So when I actually when I switched from weightlifting to powerlifting, that was something that I really liked. Is that uh, you had like, more, like I wouldn't yeah. say it's much like CrossFit in many ways at all. Yeah, but it was at least like super supportive. It had that uh, feeling. Like I remember doing my first powerlifting meet, and I didn't know what I was doing, and all the people who were more experienced in the meet were helping me out, like. 
you know, I'm, I was warming up like I'm a weightlifter. You yeah. Know? And they're like, like, relax. You're going to have like, <laughs> you're going to have 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes in between yeah. every single lift. You right. Know? It's not right. like weightlifting where if you're, if there's no one in between you, like you're going in two minutes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. So it's like at the very minimum, it's a long day. You have 15 minutes at least between each lift. Yeah. And then you are going to have like a 10 minute break before the next flight. Right. It's a long day. day. It's a long, it's a long thing. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's something that's so valuable and probably what keeps people in uh, CrossFit a lot. Like, oh, for sure. And at every level, you see it at the, you know, the local gym level, regional level. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You'll see people at the CrossFit games who have finished like their workout, like running alongside <laughs> yeah. the guy in last yeah. place trying to help yeah. him out. You know, it's like, oh, it's, for sure. there's some sports where you try to trip them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's just because it's so hard that it's, honestly one yeah. of the only sports where it's like congrats you finished you know yeah. for sure sports, just like, like making oh, it finished. through yeah but crossfit it's like you finish like that's insane yeah it's like, it's like kind of the gives me the same obviously the what's being tested is different but it's like uh triathlons or mm, like an yeah. iron man or something yeah, like that yeah. where it's like you know if you go to the crossfit games and complete the crossfit games it's like bragging rights regardless of your placing for same sure. thing with yeah you know, you do an Iron Man. People, yeah. The average Joe is not going to be like, oh, yeah, well, what was your time? <laughs> right. They're, <laughs> They're just going to be like, wow, you did yeah. an Iron Man. <laughs> right. No, um, totally. What's up, everyone? It's your favorite podcast producer, Nick Tricana, here to give you a word from our incredible sponsor over at Element. Listen, you're not getting enough electrolytes or salt in your diet. I see it. Steffi sees it. Hayden sees it. We all see it. Element is an electrolyte drink mix with no sugar, no artificial ingredients, and no BS. Everyone needs electrolytes, especially those on low-carb diets, practice intermittent fasting, are physically active, or sweat a lot. But don't just take my word for it. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. U.S. Olympians, players in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and even our own special forces drink Element. I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm the pinnacle of self-performance, but ever since Steffi turned me on to Element, I've seen vast improvements in my everyday training and recovery. You guys can try Element today with a totally risk-free, no-questions-asked refund policy. And you know what? Because we love y'all so much over here at Hybrid Unlimited, we're going to hook you up with a free sample pack of Element just for you. Each sample pack includes eight grab-and-go packets in a variety of different flavors. All you have to do is go to drinkelement.com hybrid. That's drinklmnt.com hybrid. Again, that's drinklmnt.com hybrid for your free sample pack of eight grab-and-go Element packets. Stay salty, my friends. Now back to the podcast. So uh, another thing I thought was interesting, actually, was that you switched to uh, bobsled. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that I have a little bit of experience with because I did the Canada yeah, uh, that's right. camp uh, at Lake Placid. Yeah. And having that experience taught me that like you kind of have to be a nut job <laughs> to do bobsled because it is so unpleasant. Yeah. I, I'm really uh, – one. I'll t- talk to you more about that in a sec. But yeah, I want to yeah. know how you got into that. The way that I got into it was just um, through uh, somebody who has uh, worked both with Canada bobsled and um, – Canada weightlifting. Oh, okay. And they were getting athletes from different sports. Yeah, yeah. That had strength backgrounds. So right. they were looking at recruiting people from Olympic weightlifting. Yeah. And that's that's why I ended up there through Esther. Um, did how you, did you get into it? Did you go down the Placid Trek? Yeah. And also, I found out what they did to me was super irresponsible after the fact. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I, my first, I didn't, I wasn't in the, what's it called? Where you practice pushing? 
Oh, the push house? The push house. Yeah. I didn't go to the push house. I didn't go have any training, nothing. They just were like, go. Here you go. I was, oh, I was a brake man. I had a pilot yeah. who was experienced, but. Oh, that's good. Number one run down that first ever. Yeah. First time touching a bobsled. Yeah. I went from the top at Lake Placid. Yeah. Not knowing what to expect. Right. I'm, I'm in the thing folded in half. Yeah, yeah. Freaking. It's a gnarly track. <laughs> Holy hell. And, yeah. And I mean, all the things, you you watch it on TV and you're like, it looks like a smooth, quick, like, ride. Yeah, it really doesn't that look that. Your yeah. head is banging on the side <laughs> of the sled. My hands, the handles on my, uh, on the sled we had uh, were rope. Mm-hmm. So my knuckles were just punching yeah. the bottom oh, of the sled <laughs> the yeah. entire time. You know, yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. even realize, but then I got to the bottom and like, I was just, oh, yeah, I was cut up all over my knuckles for months after that. Came. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, so did you do yeah, it after again? No. Or were you like, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like, no, I, I was like, I'm going to survive this, this camp, hopefully. Yeah. And, and then, it, and it's just not for me, but I knew day one, you know? <laughs> yeah. I knew day one. I was like, this is insane because you had that we were doing two runs a day. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, which sounds like nothing, but trust me, it's a lot. You know, oh, for sure, yeah. And uh, I think the max we were allowed to do was three, yeah. They were, they were like, you just because it's just not good for you. <laughs> oh, for sure. I remember like talking to a pilot when I first started, I was like, oh, like, how many runs do you do a day? And she's like, three, you know, like maybe two. And I was like, that's it. And then I was like, afterwards, I was like, yep, dude's good, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not tobogganing, no, no. <laughs> you get no. to the bottom of that run, and it's I I don't know that I've ever felt so close to someone else as I did to my pilot just being like my life is in your hands thank you so much for not flipping this sled because I'm terrified of that yeah like you really have your life in their hands yeah you know there was was a guy at the camp I went to that broke his neck really oh yeah and then we had another girl uh who had had like her last three runs were crashes Ugh. and they sent her home yeah so it was like everybody was kind of nervous yeah so and i was already nervous right. but then i'm walking into this nervous environment yeah and i'm like oh man but one thing that was cool we got to see the jamaican bobsled team oh just, cool just like had like had a whole new team the whole yeah, other yeah. team just retired that uh-huh. was really good and um we got to see them do all their first runs and stuff. But oh, they came awesome. a day or two after me, and they started halfway down the hill. And I was like, "Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are you supposed to start halfway down?" <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was really cool. How did, yeah. how did so? How did you get all involved with that? So um, one of the pilots, Kaylee, um, she reached out to me on Instagram and was like, "Hey, have you ever thought about?" bobsledding i was like i i can't say it. i had no, <laughs> no idea like how people got into it i kind of figured everyone or at least from what i had seen in the olympics i thought everyone had a track background mm. and so i was like i'm like opposite of track background so i was like no but like you were saying i think they were looking at um because i mean there's a bunch of bobsledders from all sorts of sports so i think they were looking at um crossfit as like a potential like good place to seek out athletes mm-hmm. from um and so we started talking. I, she lives in Southern California. I got to go meet her, train with her, like see what her training looked like and stuff. Um, and just learn more about what the sport entails. And so she was like, Hey, there's going to be a spot up in Lake Placid at the Olympic training center. If you want to come by, like try it out. Um, 
see if you like it, enjoy it. And then if you're any good, like you can potentially try out for the national team. And I was like, I feel like I have to at least try this. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, had no idea what I was going to feel like going down the track. And like, that was the thing I kept asking people. I was like, what is it like, you know, wanted to prepare myself as much Mm -hmm. as I could. Everyone was like, it's not like roller coasters. It's like, I was like, it's got to be like something. But it's true. Like, it's really not like anything else. (laughs) It's very unique. And uh, like I was talking to the guys the other day, someone described it as being put in a metal trash can and then getting thrown off a hill. (laughs) That's the most what it's like. (laughs) Or a car crash. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So... Um, but yeah, when we got out there, um, you know, started, started tweaking my training a little bit to focus more on power strength, um, focusing on learning how to sprint properly. Cause I had spent the last seven, eight years in CrossFit trying to get better at running for really long distances and get better at doing 80% for really long periods of time. And now it's like, you just got to sprint for like five seconds. Um, mm-hmm. so started to tweak that, started to learn how to actually like hit the sled, um, in the push house and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then, and then got to go down the track. Um, I was just terrified that I was going to somehow slip and not get in the sled. Cause I, that was the thing. Like all the pilots were like, some people like have not gotten into the sled. And I was like, because then that's horrible for the pilot because they don't have the counterweight in the back and then there's no one to break back there and i was like it also doesn't feel good sliding down that ice yeah no it's not like it's not smooth like a hockey rink no no no. so like the first run down um like i met my boyfriend through bobsledding and he said that like when i because you come out of like the start house like with your helmet and all that stuff on he said like i just looked like like my eyes were super wide and I like, I had like tunnel vision. I was like, did you have that like, Oh my God, I'm actually going to do this moment. I was really scared. I was like, I, and all I was thinking was like, and they said, they were like, don't worry about running it really far. Like Mm -hmm. just get in the sled. I was like, all right. So I got in the sled. I was like, sweet. Like I'm in the sled. And then we started actually going down. And I was just thinking like, Oh shit. Oh shit. (laughs) what, What did I get myself to do? And I started, because at that point I wasn't familiar with the track. I didn't know, uh, like what curve we were at and stuff. So I just started counting in my head because I knew roughly how long it was going to take. Um, and then because I didn't know the track very well, like Kaylee, Kaylee was the first one I went down the, um, uh, track with, and she just yelled breaks, like when it was time to break. And then, so I broke and it was just like the biggest adrenaline rush of all time. I also thought I was going to get really sick because I get motion sickness really easily. Yeah. But luckily that, for whatever reason, going down a bobsled doesn't trigger that. So that's that was good. There's probably just <laughs> so many other... I know. Like, I think it like cancels out the yeah, adrenaline Yeah. Stuff. So many other physiological concerns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just don't have time for motion sickness. That's so but true. That's interesting that you, uh, you were counting because they told me to count the uh, turns. And then at a certain point, you're just getting banged around so much. I'm like, it's really hard to count those turns. Yeah. Like that definitely took a while to not only like familiarize yourself with like, like I had it written in my phone, like right, left, right, right, whatever it was. And then to be able to feel when that is versus like when you just feel like a shift in pressure or something. Um, 
but it was really cool. And it's definitely a lot more enjoyable when you know where you are on the track and like when to kind of brace for something Mm -hmm. bigger and stuff. And, um, and just know like when you're about to be done. So yeah, that definitely helped a ton. Did you have any crashes? Yeah. Yeah. One. And, um, so it was actually in, uh, Utah in, uh, park city and we were doing a race and it was our second run. Um, and the, the good thing was like, so everyone goes through like crash protocol with you and stuff. And like, we wear a burn vest underneath like the racing suit just in case. And you've got your helmet and all that stuff. But, um, but it was weird. Like people said, like it gets really, cause it's really loud when you're going mm-hmm. down a track and they said like, before you crash, it'll go silent for like a split second. And then you just like feel your head on the ice. And that's exactly what happened. Like I felt something slightly off and then all of a sudden my head was on the ice and I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Um, And we ended up sliding through the finish line and because I stayed in the sled, like our race counted. So I was like, well, that's good. Um, But the shitty part was like most of the, I think pretty much all tracks, like towards the end, like the track will actually start going uphill. So you, we went through the finish line and then we started coming back. No. So, so we went backwards and then we kept sliding back and forth and I was holding on for dear life. Like my forearms were sore for like a week straight. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean like fortunately, like we were both fine. Like, um, you know, just banged up a little bit. I had like some burns on my back, but they weren't too bad because of the burn vest. Um, Placid's but, known for being bad for that too, right? Because yeah. you'll go through a bunch of turns on, right. the, on the backslide. Was the one that you crashed in the same? It wasn't too bad because like Park City's definitely like there's more pressure, but like the turns itself, like I would say it's more like waterside like, like you're not getting tossed around mm. as much, but you feel more like you're getting, it feels like someone's like pushing down on your back just because the pressure's yeah. um, bigger, but but yeah, so I would say like is not that I've experienced many crashes, but as far as crashes go, I don't think we had like a super bad one, which is good. Just the sliding back and forth wasn't <laughs> very oh, fun. That so. must have felt so bad on your helmet too. And people yeah. forget that's a heavy sled. Do you know how much your sled was? It's like upwards of three hundred plus pounds. Wow. Doesn't yeah. Feel good. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is. Yeah. I mean. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of different sports all, that all require very different like abilities and skills. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, you find people that do different like different sports sometimes at the high level, but they usually have a lot in common with each other. Yeah. So that's super unique that you're able to do that. And I think um, that's kind of what made why it made sense for us when we're like when we we're looking for somebody to hire to do the the hybrid body program yeah we were like that's perfect because you know you're looking at all these different people you're gonna have a wide array of people the point of the hybrid body program obviously is general fitness yeah so you have a wide array of people all different backgrounds many of which probably competed in sports uh, you know to some degree yeah and it's cool that you're able to uh like relate mm-hmm. you know you've been in stuff that requires endurance things that what requires strictly strength uh and then things that require like all of that yeah so uh, did when you're writing the program 
how do like all those experiences come sort of come into play and then manifest themselves in what in what you're getting people to do in the gym yeah so like at the base of kind of like i was saying earlier i feel like in all the sports i've done like strength as a foundation has helped me through them all and that's like I've been a huge fan of hybrid for so long and like, it's kind of surreal to like be a part of the team and it's super cool. And I feel like with this program, like I love that. And especially now kind of, um, you know, not being in that competitive space anymore. And now I'm working a full-time job and, but like fitness and strength is still a huge part of my life. And I still want to be able to lift heavy weights and I want to be able to do like fun workouts in the gym and stuff. And, um, I love that I get to be able to utilize like the stuff I've done in the past and like work with you guys to condense it into this like manageable, like hour a day, um, like strength focus, but also like have fun stuff like handstand pushups, handstand walking, and then also like worrying, working on building up endurance as well. And I feel like it's for me, it's like the best of all worlds and I get to do it while like it fits into my life right now, which is mm-hmm. really cool. And I, and that's the thing, like I really resonate with this program and like, I'm excited to do it myself and like get to do it alongside all the other people that are signed up for the program, which is really cool. Um, and like earlier, we all tested our 2k yeah. row. Um, earlier Wait, was your time? Hayden's still recovering. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, uh, I, I have like wad lung. Yeah. Uh, I feel like my lungs have doms. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but I was laying on the floor for <laughs> quite some time after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but did I come? I came third, right? Yeah, I yeah. came last. Did it Cap, was close. Who came first? You or Cap? She did. You won, and then Cap. Yeah. And then you and me were pretty what close. What was seven thirty-three? And then Cap got seven forty-three. You got seven forty-seven. I got seven fifty-three. Yeah. But I also had the advantage of going last and asking Cap what was a pace. Oh yeah, I yeah. Can stay at, so yeah. that helps a lot for sure. I just knew it like to how to relatively get close, and then I went hard for like the last thirty or three hundred meters. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, lo- I like the concept of that program. I really like the how like I call it like party tricks. Component. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the things that when you're sitting around with people at a party and you're like, oh, I can do a muscle up. And they're like, right, oh, yeah. you can't. Yeah. You know? And you're like, not really. And then you, yeah. you show them, you know, or it's like, no, I can do handstand sure. walks. They're like, come on. And yeah. You can do that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's cool to be able to like work the general fitness component in with things like that. Yeah. And it's cool that it draws on your, the background that you had with, uh, you know, your, the, your exposure to gymnastics through, uh, yeah. Yeah. through CrossFit. And then yeah. I also really like that, like, a lot of people say they make realistic programs for people, and they don't really know what realistic is because they don't work a full-time job or they right, don't have right. those obligations, right? It's really hard. Yeah. You take, uh, you know, an NFL player who all they do is train and play football. And no, then you're for like, sure. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to make this realistic program. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. it might be 80% of what you do, but that's still yeah. 150% more <laughs> than what the right. average Joe is doing. So. I think it's cool for you to be able to like, to have that. Oh, for sure. I mean, that was like when I was training full time and, you know, like I'm chatting with like followers or people I meet and they're like, I, you know, have a full time job and I have a family and like all this stuff. And I, I couldn't relate on that level. Cause I'm like, I'm training for like five, six hours a day. And that, that is my job. And now it is really cool to be able to connect with people that way and be like, no, like I get it. Like the days you 
are just mentally, physically, emotionally drained from work and outside life and you don't want to show up and like, mm-hmm. I get it. But like this program is going to like allow you to be able to show up in that way. And like, and it's not going to take like three hours or whatever it is. Cause like we get, like you don't have time to do all that. And I love the component of like, we have every section like timed off. So like you can hold yourself accountable through that. So you mm-hmm. aren't, you know, wasting an extra 30 minutes that you could be, you know, either just like, chilling at home, like with your family or getting work done or like whatever that is. Um, and I also love that we have like, not only is it going to, it's going to be fun. It's going to keep you fit, but we have like built in goals for you. Like whether that's like getting better at your 2k row, like getting your first pull up or, you know, increasing your three at max back squat, like stuff like that. And I love that too. Cause it just like gives you some, just some more goals to work towards like throughout the program. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. having goals like just makes training in general so much yeah. better. I tried to like relax my training a little bit through the beginning of COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is a good opportunity to take, uh, you know, take a step back and do whatever. And it's like that's okay for like a week, but then you just end up going into the gym and doing like. Well, I did bicep curls yesterday, but I'll probably just do them again today. <laughs> yeah. I'll do all the things that I enjoy. And right, right. You know, you skip everything else, but having some things that are going to be milestones that you can, you know, mm-hmm. track and work towards, I think is, is yeah. for sure. Yeah. Whether your goal exciting. is, is to get stronger or just general fitness. Yeah. It just keeps you progressing. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I guess we might as well plug the program since we're yeah. here. So if you want to find Colleen's program, it's hybrid build. Uh, it's body. body. Yeah. Sorry. That's your program. Yeah. Hybrid build assignment. Check that one out too. Check, one out yeah. too. <laughs> Check out hybrid build. <laughs> um, but yeah, hybrid body. It's available at hybridstrengthcoach.com. Uh, you can also indirectly find it through hybridperformancemethod.com. Um, I think that's probably a good place, place to wrap. If, yeah. if if you're anybody who has a job, which I'm assuming is a lot of you, <laughs> and you want to get stronger, in better shape, fitter, look better, all those things. Uh, This is an awesome program for you, written by someone who can relate and who has also competed at the highest level. So definitely check that out. Uh, Check out all our programs at the same place. That's, again, hybridstrengthcoach.com. If you haven't already, make sure you screenshot the episode. Uh, Tag me, tag Simon, tag Colleen. And that's, what's your handle on Instagram? Colleen Foch. At Colleen Foch on Instagram and tag Hybrid Unlimited, and you'll be entered automatically into a draw to potentially win some hybrid legacy brand gear which is the official apparel of the hybrid unlimited podcast thanks for being on thank you thank you all right sweet awesome that was good that was good yeah yeah thank you for real though you've been a real workhorse yeah no thank you i mean like you don't even